Welcome to Board Game Binge, the place where we bring you bite-sized, bingeable board game content across the industry. I'm your host, James Staley, and in this episode, we're chatting with David Kirkhoff, the game designer behind Hamlet, the village building game, which is in its final 14 hours on Kickstarter. Other titles you might know David from include Petrichor and The Pursuit of Happiness. David, welcome to The Binge. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very good. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it is great to have you. You're joining us all the way from Malta, which I think is just super cool. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know, when I was reading your, we're going to get into Hamlet in a moment because it is, I mean, just a feast for the eyes. But before we get there, uh, <laughs> I was reading your, your bio. So you were doing like, you were into like computer programming, I see, like you worked on cyberpunk and, and things like this. I did. I was a game designer, not, not a programmer. Oh, okay. Game designer. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was a game designer on Cyberpunk and uh, and Gwent and Thronebreaker. Those were the the three projects I did with with CD Projekt Red. Yeah. And before that, I was working at at Codemasters. I was doing another CCG kind of um, kind of thing. Yeah. But I started from board games. I switched to video games, and then I came back to to to, to board games. Kind of something like this. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so how did you how did you get into the to the like the video game industry? So yeah, um, I, I'm I was I was originally I'm a, technically I'm a podiatrist, right? <laughs> Completely related. <laughs> Completely related, yeah. Uh, and uh, and uh, yeah, I was I was I was a gamer. I loved making games, and yeah. uh, and uh, one day I met I met uh, Rado from Rado Runs Through. Do you, yep. do you know Do you oh, know yeah. him? So uh, we met. We met. I messaged him on BoardGameGeek because because he was living in Malta for 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 a while, and I messaged him like, "Hey man, like, I I live in Malta. I have nobody to play with because back then we're this we're talking 2000, 2000 I don't know uh, two thousand eleven. This must have oh, been. Oh wow, it was a while ago. Something okay. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. And and. Uh, and there was li- there was literally nobody to play with here. Board gaming was something that was really hard to get into. Uh, so everyone everyone that played games with me is someone that I introduced to games, right? So I had this big collection, and you know my sister, my cousin, my and my close yeah. circle of friends playing games and learning about this new weird thing. And I was like, oh, there's a big there's a reviewer living in the island. I need to meet him and play. So I remember I, I messaged him on Board Game Geek. I'm like, hey, I'm a gamer. If you want to play a game sometime, just let me know. And he messaged me back. He's like, okay, yeah, let's hang out. Like, I'll come over to your place uh, and, and we can play. And I remember, I think the first game we played together was The Great Zimbabwe. Uh, okay. And then he introduced me to a group of, of Maltese people who were playing games. I didn't know that there was such a thing on here on the island. So I met, I met with these guys. And, and one of the guys who was there is Gordon, who is my partner uh, at Mighty Boards now. And we started the, the board game company together. And he was a professor who was just starting uh, the Institute of Digital Games in Malta. He had just moved the, the ITU, Copenhagen kind of game thing game, yeah. game game course to, to malta he was like hey you you you're really into games you seem quite clever you should join the course and i was like what what do you mean and i think within within a week i had quit my job and i had gone back to university and i started doing this master's degree in game design um 
and that's crazy and so then, he just like nah i'm done yeah. uh, i'm gonna get into this and uh and like i mean that's going in hardcore right if yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just switch and say okay now i'm gonna get in i'm gonna take my master's in, in game design yeah i don't know i just felt i i to be honest i i when i was younger i used to do a lot of theater and in my in my medical profession i never felt like i was fully satisfied in the creative part you know i was i was satisfied in the scientific part obviously and yeah. the, the but but the, the 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 creative part was never really there in that job so i i felt like games were a nice kind of sort of in between where i get to do technical things that, but also creative things kind of melding together and that that's where I felt the most at home so yeah, yeah then I did yeah. and then we held hands I was gonna say then, like when you think of um like people in general I think in this industry who are doing this as, even as a hobby maybe not even full-time just just as a hobby right and I think it's that untapped need to kind of do something creative right you know whatever job they're in whether you know they're in logistics or maybe they're you know, work in retail or, you know, or in a back office somewhere and, you know, they have a monotony of, you know, their daily jobs and, right. but they, they, they need that outlet for their creativity. They need something to, you know, create, right. Cause it kind of gets uh, the inspiration going. And I think that's a story here from a lot of people that, that are in this industry. will quite frankly say that, you know, I, I had all these ideas and I was looking for a creative outlet and I just seemed that this matched up with my, my love of board games and my creative, those things just kind of paired up and kind of pushed me into this industry. So it's kind right. of, now they don't all just quit their jobs and go and start a master's in, in, in game design, but uh, <laughs> you know, certainly a lot of them will start kind of pursuing at least something. Right. So I think that's, yeah, that's awesome. So what was the first, so the first design you did, was it on the board game side then, or was it on the, on yeah, the... it was, it was, and then we held hands. That was, that was a game jam hands. game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and we published it, we published it for free online on board game geek. Of course it was a print and play game and it won a golden geek award for best print and play in 2014, I believe. Wow. This was, and then that one got published. Then pursuit of happiness got published and then, uh, then I applied. I applied for for a job at CD Projekt Red. Uh, the reason for it was that uh, my my girlfriend at the time was living. It was from Warsaw, from yeah. from where the studio is, and we decided that we want to move closer together. We had been like long distance for like two years, uh, and and so I started looking for jobs in Warsaw, and she started looking for jobs in in, in Malta. Uh, and and yeah, I and CD Project gave me the job. Um, I started as a junior there, but I moved, I moved there uh, before I got the job, kind of to to be next to the studio so that they can kind of sort of so I can say like, hey, I'm, I'm I remember after I sent the CV, I sent them an email. I'm like, hey, I'm in town. If you guys want to call me in. Uh, for 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 uh, for a meeting, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, if you're here, let's do an interview, right? just um just and, like that and i yeah just like that and i went in i remember uh and and it was actually and i had sent in a video cover letter instead of an actual cover letter because yeah. i had sent the cover letter that i had to rado who was also in the video game industry before i was like hey hey can you see if this is okay like he's like ah it's cool it's fine as a cover letter but why don't you do something more interesting so i filmed this video about all the games that i had done uh and and uh, i had just finished that at the time uh, the, the the kickstarter for posthuman the first posthuman i was i was doing uh, I, 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 it was Gordon's design, but I was taking care of the Kickstarter and sales yeah. and manufacturing. Uh, 
So, and we had, I just finished that and I was like, I made a video about all these games that we were making and all this, like how, how I'm a designer and, and, you know, RPGs are systems that generate stories and Pursuit of Happiness is a story generation game, Posthuman is an RPG story generation game and how, you know, how, how I, I tried to kind of sort of apply the board games to the video game thing, right? And then oh, they cool. hired me on the, Gwent, on the Gwent team, which was after all a table, a kind of sort of like a card game in a digital format right yeah but still give you the experience though right like on the kickstarter side so even though you're working on your own designs but you got other people's games you're working on it's giving you that whole background insight okay how's this machine work right because it is a machine right the whole kickstarter kind of ecosystem and getting you know plugging your it's not just simple as i'm just gonna throw a game on there and see how it goes like it is this whole ecosystem in itself Yeah. yeah it is it really is um, is, so yeah. then, so why leave the video game industry then? Why did, why did you come back into the board games? Well, uh, a number of reasons. I was, uh, I was abroad for five years. Yeah. There was, there was this whole COVID thing. Uh, <laughs> we were working. Yeah. I've heard of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and Warsaw was, 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 was very, very closed down. Uh, I was living in a relatively small apartment there. Uh, I enjoyed, I liked my life there, but it was five years I just finished cyberpunk, you know, and uh, uh, at that time, Mighty Boards was kind of like at a period when we were thinking like, okay, look, we've been doing this part time. We started Mighty Boards as soon as I moved to Warsaw and we and in 2016 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and both Gordon and I were kind of doing it on the side, Gordon, Mark and I, who have a, who have a third partner, they were all kind of sort of doing it on the side. I made Petricor uh, and we had like a team here and here in, in Warsaw and a team in, in, in Malta and we were doing things part-time. And we were like, this thing is doing well with us being part-time. Imagine how it, how well it could do if we were a little bit more focused, right? And yeah. we were like, we kind of had a meeting and we had a discussion. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm at this turning point, you know, I can either kind of sort of, throw myself more into this or kind of sort of what are we going to do and we decided we wanted to try to take mighty boards to the next level right and and that's when i so i quit my job and again <laughs> i moved back to malta and you know i i found i found an office and we started increasing our team and back then when i when this happened which was in 2021 2020 going yeah. on to 2021 uh, we were one. Where else we had one employee <laughs> in my board. It was just you know the three directors and one employee, uh, Chris, who was who has been with us since the beginning. He's amazing, and then and now we have we, we have a group of of ten people who are working at the office every day. Oh so wow, we've we're, we're growing and we're we're and I would say Hamlet is kind of sort of the product of the new, more focused kind of sort of full time me team. Uh, a team on, on the, the new team and the new kind of direction of the of the of the company. So um, Hamlet. So who designed it? So was Hamlet your design, or was it the kind of the three of you together create this? Or, or Hamlet is my design. Hamlet is my design, and I designed I designed around six different versions of Hamlet through oh, wow. through the years while I was making Gwent and Cyberpunk and working on video games. Uh, but this version was a version that I, I came up with around beginning, end of 2020. 
Um, I had always I, I had always a vision of what I wanted to be, but this version was came around around the end of 2020, yeah. and then it 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 went it went along pretty fast uh, from then on. But I was trying to get the, 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 the like making a village builder was always my dream, and I was trying a lot of different ways to get to it. And this yeah. one this one worked really well then eventually. So let's um, talk a little bit about Hamlet. So first of all, congratulations sure. on. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to show this in Canadian dollars because I quite frankly can't see it in any other dollars because I'm in Canada. <laughs> but show that roughly your goal is uh, around $27,000 Canadian. Uh, you're at $620,500. Um, I mean, before we went on air, I mean, you've just cracked another thousand just in the span of time we've been talking, right? So <laughs> oh, the final cool. 14 hours for anybody, and we're going to go through this game, but anybody who's interested in this game, now's the time, right? You got, you got sorry, 15 hours left. Um and then this is off of uh, Kickstarter. So hopefully uh, if anybody catches this tonight or even first thing in the morning uh, on the podcast, if you're going to check this game out, you want to check this game out, uh, quite frankly, now. Um, can you walk us through, I got a lot of questions as we go through, but can you walk us through kind of the essence of how you play this game for those who are listening and those who are watching as well? Sure. So I, I think the, the core element of Hamlet is the fact that it's a village building game in a way which is uh, which is not usually done I, I i think at least for me it's it's kind of like it's a village building game without a grid it's a village building game where you're not building card tableaus or you're not just placing card cards next to each other or hexes that are all the same next to each other you know it has these strange multi faceted tiles like they're all different shapes and sizes and they come together in really strange ways there yeah. is actually a grid but you can't see it so it feels a lot more organic and it's it's in a, in essence kind of like a sandbox game so it has an emergent economy it has it has an emergent village distance from side to side of the village matters because you need to transport materials from one side of the village to another when whenever you want to build something or or use resources in the game so it's kind of like it's kind of like a new situation every time you play a new village every time you play that forms and you need to uh to kind of sort of deal with that the, the other thing is that everyone's building the same central village and mm -hmm. all the resources are shared so whenever you mm -hmm. generate something it stays in the village it's built on that specific spot where it's generated and then anyone can use that resource uh if they can move it to the place where they need it, right? So it's kind of trying to, to, to replicate that feeling that I got when I played games like Age of Empires or The Settlers. I don't mean The Settlers of Catan, I mean The Settlers, the video game where yeah. you're building these, these kind of villages. And I remember I used to play, I used to play these games up until I have a village up and running and then cancel the skirmish and start over before yeah. I get to the fighting because I just wanted to see the village growing. And it's the, about the build more than anything, right? Yeah, yeah, and little people running around and carrying things, right? And this is what what Hamlet is doing. This is Hamlet that is that distilled into board game form, right? Um, this uh, these tiles. Will... So, I mean, they're cool, right? So you got your hexes, but then you have these other like triangles and then you've got uh polygons and you've got like hexes attached to other kind of polygons it's, it's it really is i'm showing on screen here all these different shapes but it it really creates this interesting kind of um kind of map right like 
when you look at it assembled, you can have gaps and spaces in the area where you can move, which can either make it go tighter or sprawl out. It all depends on how people are placing these, these tiles. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, that's, that's a perfect description of it. Yeah. It's kind of, it kind of replicates that this tile system, I think is really good at replicating the, the, the sprawl of, of a village that's growing, not, not where, not where where we want to put it or within a structure of a grid, but wherever it wants to go, wherever it needs to go, really, where there is space for it to go. It will just grow on its own. You don't have full control of where it goes. And sometimes there's like long chain, long roads that yeah. go out and, where, 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 and it grows out like a spider with whiskers, you know, just buildings going this way and that way. Sometimes it stays yeah. rather central. Sometimes it's lopsided to one side. And that's that's kind of the beauty of it, right? It's it, You can see it as the landscape and us kind of sort of working around it. Who'd you get to do your animation? I got to ask. Like, this is probably some of the best gifts I've seen on a Kickstarter page to date. Like, it is crazy smooth, the animation, uh, yet not pixelated like you often get with. So did you guys do this yourselves or like, who did you get to do like the, the animation? Like I look at the, how to play where you have like the meeple running across the board and then a tile drops down into the, onto the table, you know, the church kind of sliding in the different pieces slided like it. It's really, really, really well produced. Right. So who did Thank this you. for you? <laughs> so this is, this is our friends from mighty box, which is a, a video game company that we often work, work with. They're kind of yeah. like, like us, They're like our twins. Um, and they, they they are the guys who help us make the videos. They do all of our stuff. Uh, Marvin, shout out to him and Sam. Uh, those are the guys that that uh, that help us do this. And we worked really hard on this one together uh, to to get it to this to this to this state. We've been working. We worked on this for like four months, I think, uh, yeah. until we managed to to get it like that. You know, really, really. We and we had a different script which we did halfway before we scrapped it and we started over. Uh, and then and then we really, really, you know, focused in on this. It, it was it was a lot of fun. Like a lot of those a lot of those scenes are hard to conceptualize in 3D, like those how you're gonna show it. So most yeah. of this was was actually filmed first uh, like oh. with my phone we, with the board set up. And and so I film how the movements and how it needs to be, and the, uh, there was like little whooshes that I make with 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 my voice, like <laughs> that's <laughs> to, awesome. To, to yeah, and then they kind of built on that, of course, not exactly, but just that. And then we they kind of took that. We we do a wireframe of the, of that that whole movement, and then we we tighten it up in different in different places. It was lots of fun working with the, with those guys. Yeah. I, 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 I'm really happy with the video. And I, I did the voiceover. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's fantastic. And so when I look at um, the different pledge levels, right? So you've got, um, it looks like a, so there's the kind of the founder's deluxe pledge. So is is it just a deluxe version that's available, right? Like it's like you, you're back in it, you're getting a deluxe version. Retail version will be kind of like these little wood kind of round tokens represent the donkeys yet. Again, I'm going to go back to the page here because, again, it looks cool. Whereas if you get the Founders Edition, you get, like, the actual printed donkeys, right? You actually have, like, printed meeple yeah, donkeys, yeah. right? The Retail Edition, I think, will still have the donkey shapes, but it won't have the print. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the metal coins. I got a buddy who's just... Metal coins. I mean, it's yeah, like crack cocaine for him. Yeah. The church is like this. So how does a church go together? Do you have to assemble it yourself? Because it says it's made of cardboard, right? 
yeah yeah you assemble it yourself once and then and then the game comes with a storage solution where you, you have a space for the assembled okay. church yeah yeah fits in the box yeah with with a compartment for it and everything and then i'd be remiss um, if i didn't mention you also these are numbered too right so if people are collectors yeah. you guys have found a way in the manufacturing to make sure each game is actually numbered as well right yeah the print this is the first just this print one will be numbered yeah yeah but we're only offering the this founders edition for for, for kickstarter because we're printing we're printing this this print run will actually not have any languages it will not have anything we're focusing on delivering the kickstarter and, and you know making sure we make this version and make it really yep. good so we're, we're scrapping all delays we're, we're focusing on efficiency and we're going to deliver that and then uh, well and then you know f- f- deliver this to the factory and then start working on on the retail version later on but this is going to be printed separately it's just going to go it's just gonna go right yeah no no nothing to hold us back no you know um so so this way we can we with this model i think the the nice thing is that we can deliver have a nice turnaround you know a pretty fast turnaround uh which which i think you know our goal is to deliver this year so before the end before the oh, end wow. of the year which which for a kickstarter is pretty fast but i think that's a really nice thing like like it's we've kept things simple the price is great for a kickstarter for for us for a deluxe edition i think at least yeah. of course but i'm biased but but you know it's uh, the, the concept here was to give a nice product that's delivered you know relatively fast that's that looks great that's at a great price uh, and and delivers this really the core experience of what the clear clarity of the core experience that we want to deliver you know this it's yeah. a village builder with with this landscape building kind of thing, uh, and I think it's crazy I think fast. Nice. Like, are you not concerned about like? I mean, that that's insanely fast, right? For a game like this to say, yeah, we're gonna get it out by the end of this year, like that that is unheard of, especially in this current environment. How are you navigating like like the shipping, right? Because the shipping itself is a disaster right now, right? Yeah, it's 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 quite horrible, and it's not fully <laughs> in our control, right? <laughs> so. <laughs> but 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 yeah by 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 removing the retail stuff and the delays that can come from that you know because when you're doing a retail edition you need yeah. to you need to you know do a lot of calculations of with partners how much how much you're going to need to sell the translations need to come in before you go for that print and there's a long 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 process where you're trying to figure out really how many copies are you going to print in this big first print run right yeah um with by 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 removing all of that we've streamlined the process enough that i think i'm I'm quite positive that we can actually do it till then, uh, and uh, and yeah, I mean, the, provided that the shipping doesn't go crazy, which which you know right now it's it's hard to predict, but uh, but from our side, I think I think the timeline is not impossible, uh, not I, only not impossible, it's pretty achievable. It's achievable for sure. <laughs> how are you going to handle the overages? So like I'm looking at you right now, you're almost at 8,900 backers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're likely going to do a 10,000 unit run, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, right? You always have to produce more just to cover off. So, you know, will you be selling the extras like directly on your website or how are you going to handle that? Yeah. Yeah. So usually what we do with the general Kickstarter exclusive policy for us is that we, we, uh, we sell on our website, we sell them at fairs. We sell, you know, um, a few partners, of course, get in during the Kickstarter. You know, some of our partners are backers too, uh, and and some retailers. But yeah, the, the additional copies that we'll print, we'll use at this at this high print run. Uh, you of course you need you need around ten percent extra anyway for 
for replacements and stuff, right? Just mm-hmm. in case and uh, and things like these. So I think uh, I think yeah, mostly those will be the things. Fairs, website, and then when it's over, it's over. <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, of course the answer is going to be I was surprised, but I mean, how surprised were you at? where you guys landed versus kind of, cause there's the initial goals usually, okay, what's the minimal viable product. That's where we set, you know, the initial kind of target. Right. Mm-hmm. But you also have your expectations where you think you can probably get to where were you guys thinking you could probably get to when you, you know, put this together. Did you think you'd be at this level? I thought it was possible. Yeah, but it was kind of like a dream. Like you know, I would be, I would be doing calculations in my in my spreadsheets and be like, oh my god, imagine if this would happen. Like, imagine if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, imagine if that that would be super cool. Yeah, yeah, it would be super cool. I, I I think I think I was I was thinking that we would probably do around two hundred or three hundred k. Yeah, um, which was which would would have made sense. Yeah, the thing is at at, at like why, but then. Later on, I started saying, oh, we might do more even before we launched because by the time we launched, we already had like 5,000 followers on the campaign page. The, oh, yeah. the game started to resonate with a lot of people quite quite early on. And when I usually describe the concept, um, I, 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 it immediately seems to click with people. Like the, there's, there's, this, there's this primal kind of thing for village builders that Hamlet kind of seemed to seems to appeal to uh, and 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 you know the this, this gridless thing this the sprawling thing the art and how it looks I think all of it um, seems to to resonate quite well of course I wasn't thinking I would do this much maybe but but I, I was deep down I was like I felt like there was a small small tiny sliver of a possibility of this happening and, yeah and, 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 and it is, and it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh man. It turned out, I mean, all around, like you can, you can tell you guys put a lot of work into this, right. You can tell from the quality mm-hmm. of the components, even the page. Yeah. I mean, the way you guys constructed your Kickstarter page, um, you can tell that you put a lot of time and thought into it. And I mean, that's, that matters, right. When you're putting your campaign together, I mean, often you can tell the pages are thrown together quickly and you can tell the ones that there's been a lot of time and, and energy and investment into Right. So I think you guys really nailed it. What's something you would say that, you know, that going in that you guys did well, what's one thing that you think that you, you nailed that, that helped you kind of get to where you're at on this campaign? Oh man. I, I think, I think the way the game looks in general, mm. Is some, I think it really matches what what my vision was. Uh, I'm, I'm talking both Yusuf's art and Andrew's graphic design. Yeah, uh, shout out to both of those. Um, I, I I think the way the game looks really matches what it's trying to bring out. Right? It's it, it's it's this lush, cozy kind of sort of friendly village buildy kind of sort of medieval thing that that yeah. that is really really resonating with 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 the initial vision of the vibe the game wants to bring out uh, i think that's that's one thing that we nailed i think i think the kickstarter video came out really nice yeah um uh, and i think the page also looks really good i think andrew did an amazing job there um but you know I, there's a lot of things that i think it's there's a, a lot of things that really went well i think our team 
on this project has been has been fantastic. Even Evelyn's work on the on on, on getting the word word out, you know, and and me being being talking with you, and I don't know um, the way John and I developed the game. You know, John is the developer. Like it, it, all the things kind of lined up pretty well, and and like we, I I I I think the team that we built for this project is 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 super strong. And uh, in, in each of their individual fields, which created kind of like a product which which is strong on many fronts, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and that that is that 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 is I think the the biggest the biggest success that 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 Hamlet has. Probably it's it's the it's the the strong team. That's awesome. Where where do you guys go from here? What's next? Is like if you've got a whole team as a company already staffed, I imagine you guys are already working on the next two three games. Um, is there something that's going to be coming soon on the heels of this or what's the current plan? Ooh, I don't know if I can talk a lot about that, but yes, there is stuff that is coming. Uh, right stuff and things. You heard it here. Stuff <laughs> and things. Yeah. Yeah. We have some, some really, really, really cool stuff coming. Uh, uh, this year we have another game. Uh, that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Uh, from from Gordon from who who Gordon is 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 leading and designing there. Uh, I I think that one is going to be amazing. Um, um, uh, yeah. Watch watch our space to to learn more about it. I'm sure you will you'll yeah. hear a lot. Um, and and yeah. And I, overall, the output of Mighty Boards in general since since we now we've started this this more focused approach right is gonna is gonna be is going to be much much higher than what it was before, and 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 much more focused and much more, uh, and of uh, and in in many ways, I I think you can expect the quality that you see with Hamlet to 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 extend over the rest of the stuff as well. Um, so how do people follow that journey? Is there a muddy boards group they can sign up to, like a Facebook group or Discord or? Yes, yes, we do have a Discord. Uh, we have the website. There's a Facebook group as well. Uh, yes, um, I don't know. It's, if you search Mighty Boards on, on, on Facebook, you'll be able to find that. Uh, for the Discord, uh, you can find it on our website, uh, mighty-boards.com. Mightyboards.com, uh, okay. Yeah, with a with a with, with a, a hyphen dash between the hyphen. Yep. Yeah, that's the word hyphen. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, I think those those are the places we interact with people. Also on Instagram, we're 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 growing our Instagram quite a bit. We're, we're great, which is nice and visual considering our company's focus on visuals in some way uh, and making things look nice. Um, Instagram has been a nice place to to show showcase that. And hence why we're streaming live here, even on Instagram today uh, with, yeah, this, uh, yeah. with this podcast. David, I want to wish you all the best of this campaign, man. It is exciting you, to see how big this has gotten and uh, where it's going to end. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if you guys hit uh, 700,000. I think it's possible because usually you have that big hockey stick in the last 48 hours, right? So uh, certainly the numbers are climbing even while we've been on the phone uh, here so or on the, on the stream. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see where it lands. Uh, if anybody's interested in this actual campaign, check out the show notes uh, on YouTube or on Instagram, or even go to our board game binge 
uh, Facebook group. It's a private group to simply join and uh, you get accepted within like three minutes. Just put a, uh, click the button to join now and uh, you automatically get approved. Come in, you can interact with uh, many of our guests there. Any questions you have? I see there's a lot of questions in the lobby, Darren H, Andrew Johnson, for instance, Evelyn as well. So if you guys have questions, head on over to the Board Game Binge podcast uh, Facebook groups. So simply just look under groups for Board Game Binge. You can find it there. We'll post this, uh, replay this interview there and we'll keep the conversation going. And there you also see a link to where you can find this campaign on Kickstarter or on Kickstarter, just simply search Hamlet. David, all the best is coming here. You take care. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. This has been an episode of the Board Game Binge Podcast, hosted by James Staley, produced by James Staley and Mike Bruner, with original music by Nick Smith. If you would like to watch these interviews live, simply subscribe to our YouTube channel, Board Game Binge, and you'll get access to live interviews, giveaways, and interesting board game content from across the industry. I can't wait for you to join us. See you next time. Oh,